Colster for podcast. Today's guest is Ronaldo. Ronaldo owns a surf and skate shop here in Wahiwa on Oahu. It's about midway through the island. And what's really neat is that Ronaldo actually has a background of having a surf, skate, and coffee shop back in Germany. Tell us a bit of your story. So me and my brother, we were born in Brazil and uh, moved to Germany when I was 11. And one thing that we were missing is that kind of vibe in, in Munich, like the surf, especially surf and a uh, skate vibe. And we couldn't find shops like we know it from Brazil. And we were like on our journey of like finding our purpose kind of like, what should we do? And we just quit our jobs. And uh, we decided we want to try to open a surf shop like we know it from, known it from Brazil. And um, yeah, we started doing some research and see like what kind of brands would be down to work with us and uh, found a really good location. The owner of the building gave us, he said like he loves giving young people a chance. And um, yeah, this is how everything started. Like then 2007, it was March 1st, is when we opened the doors to Central Loco in Munich. Yeah. Wow. And so you basically said, hey, I have this idea. You're going to get your brother on board, too. You're going to start a surf and skate shop and in that location, coffee, too. So you get the location. You find some people that are willing to work with you. What's next? Um, a lot of experiences, um, mistakes you make and up and downs. It was actually, for me, it was fun to start a business. I always wanted to have my own thing and uh, build up maybe my own brand or my own company and um, in the beginning it's obviously like it's an adventure you you invite all your friends and show them what you built up and um, there are certain brands that still like first want to watch you and see where what direction you're going before they work with you so you're not you don't have like the complete shop like you're dreaming of we didn't have the coffee shop in the beginning we only had like the main floor, like the ground level. Um, and yeah, we started, like the location we have is right in the, it's downtown Munich, it's a really good location. And so we opened the doors and we're hoping that people would accept the shop. Like obviously like business is a lot of you, you put your effort in and you work for things and everything, but like, I can't make decisions for the customer, so it's obviously like hoping that people would like our shop, and step by step we would, um, yeah, we'd get more customers at least in the first year. Um, a very like crazy thing that happened was that right after the first year, when we like started to be known out there and like people started to come and know where the shop is, there was a um, construction that started right in front of our doors, like a huge construction. And we had a construction for six years in front of our doors. So wow. that was a big challenge for us. And um, I would say that like what carried us through was um, a lot of miracles that happened on the way and um, also believing in our dream. Because uh, that was like six years without getting paid, mm. and uh, I was living in my parents' basement. They said that's the way they could support us, and um, yeah, we were. I was like six years of trying to make it through, and I was like probably like three feet instead of twenty feet way in front of us. Like mm -hmm. the fans of the construction came so close to our doors. Wow. And um, there was a lot of damage that happened, like a broken window, broken signs, water in the basement, and all because of the construction. Wow. So we had so much things that we had to go through. Um, so that was kind of next without planning. That, that mm -hmm. was next, actually. Our business plan looked different than having six years of construction. And our owners, I don't know if they knew it, to be honest. We have uh, the building owners. Or landlords they're actually amazing people um, yeah it was like a shock for us um, so that made us 
um, yeah, work hard. We prayed a lot. We cried a lot. We yeah, it was a mm. lot of things that happened, and you you would see like, um, so some of our the brands we work with stopped sending us stuff just because we weren't able to pay all the bills, and it was mm -hmm. like more and more kind of that building up, and um, yeah, that was kind of the the next step that we had, and it was a hard step to be honest. Um, but also as a season where we like learned a lot and learned to focus on certain things and we learned to um, we we kind of yeah we learned which brands are actually willing to um, work with us mm -hmm. and not just having us working for them yeah so I think that's a it's a, a big difference big difference and there we like those brands and like those sales reps or managers, we're still like really good friends with them because mm -hmm. like we had some really amazing um, like people that would support us through the season. Like mm -hmm. one of the brands was like O'Neill Wetsuits was incredible. Um, Rip Curl supported us. Um, there were like some other brands that were really willing to help us. Mm -hmm. Globe was one of them too. Um, so it was kind of a, I like it when businesses, I think it's important to be win-win, mm -hmm. even like not just for the um, retail business and the customer, but also like the, the brand and the retail business that needs to be like a win-win situation. Yeah. Um, which many brands actually shown big support because they also believed in us and they kept like encouraging us um, also, like Billabong was great. Billabong was mm -hmm. actually the ones that gave us the biggest um, credit limit. Mm -hmm. So they were um, a big support for us. Um, but obviously, like they had to be cautious in a certain. Yeah, because it's a risk on their end as well. Absolutely. So yeah. they can come in and they can back you and support you, and that's great. And so that they believe in you, but ultimately you had to go in and reevaluate and change maybe your marketing, your business strategy. Tell a bit of what you did there, because that's a huge, like, unexpected hit to have construction like three feet from your door and being like, okay, what do we do? We spent a year like building our branding, building our name, and now we've got construction right around us for six years. So, one good thing that happened was um, we have that standing river wave in Munich. and when we opened the surf shop, especially like the surf um, shop. Um, like a storefront, yeah. yeah it's like people would pass by and we would hear them like, why would you need a surf shop in Munich? Like that was like the first two years. And then mm. after two years, there was like a movie that came out in the theaters about the river wave in Munich, yeah. which hyped it up. And then people came back to us like, how did you guys know that would be a hype? And so that kind of, that hype without us actually working for it mm -hmm. helped our business too to kind of um, so in the very beginning we did not really believe we would have to sell a lot of like hardware mm -hmm. especially in, in the surf so we would more kind of the um, the vision was to bring more the vibe like mm -hmm. the surf vibe and yeah kind of not really believing that we would sell a lot of wetsuits or even though we knew that there was a river wave, but it was like mm -hmm. the big hype. Yeah. So it wasn't, there weren't many people surfing. Um, and I remember like the first person coming in asking me, hey, you guys surf shop, where are the wetsuits? And I looked to my brother and looked to the customer and said like, they're coming in two weeks. And that was in the <laughs> very beginning. And then the customer left and I was like, now we have to, yeah, no, you gotta bring in the wetsuits. In two weeks, yeah, and that's how it actually started, uh, wow. having like the wetsuits, and now our store has, in average, up to six hundred wetsuits. Wow. Like we have like the basement now is only surf. Mm -hmm. We have three levels in our store now. Um, yeah, and um, I'll tell you, we have the biggest variety of wetsuits in southern Germany. Maybe in Germany, um, Switzerland, Austria. Mm -hmm. So we have even people coming from Austria and Switzerland mm -hmm. just to buy just to stuff. get their wetsuit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's 
a good thing that happened for us, I would say, like, both, like, the vibe for um, the surf scene in Munich. Mm -hmm. And I believe that today there are, like, probably more surfers and skaters even in, in Munich, which mm. is a big thing for a landlocked city. Yeah, like definitely. Munich, yeah, it's not usual. It's not the first place people think of where you're going to find a bunch of surfers. Yeah, and you see like people riding their bikes with their wetsuits and like the boards on this side. And no, it's I so see. weird to see that. Like even like in the subway, you would kind of You'd be like, where's the, the way? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's, it's, it's a fun thing. to Even I had one of my friends coming um, here from uh, Hawaii and he surfed the wave too. And he said like, there was a one of his um, best experiences in surfing because like you have the snow on the side in the mm -hmm. winter and then it's like people in line waiting for each other's turn and uh, yeah and no there's definitely etiquette there huh yeah it's it's really different but it's a really fun um, uh, kind of surf culture mm -hmm. like uh, so um, so yeah like I, I don't think that we to be honest we didn't change a lot our uh, approach to the customer or like mm -hmm. how to do the marketing um we just decided to fight for our dream yeah and believe in it and just keep and, going yeah and i in the very beginning um i also like obviously that there was a the location we got was really big so in germany it's about four thousand square feet Wow. Which um, is, for starting a business, is probably even too big. Mm -hmm. um, especially if we, we started with actually no money. So that that's it's like one thing after it was just like working out and we were like believe that the next step would come to and it's always kind of a, we don't have it, but we believe we will. Yeah. Kind of thing. So um, a little bit, um, I would say we're risk takers, but also sometimes a little bit too, how say like naive, mm. naive, naive, yeah. naive, yeah. So I think that's um, maybe a good thing that we are, <laughs> like mm -hmm. a little bit naive and uh, believe that things will happen when they have to happen. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So we didn't. I would say we changed the way we approach mm -hmm. marketing. Um, maybe we should have, and mm -hmm. I believe there were things that we could have done better. Mm -hmm. um, also like working maybe a little bit more on the online side of the, the store and um, trying to like, establish that a little bit better than we did. Um, also like maybe more events and the way we would work with our brands. I don't know. Like there were certain things that we could have done better for sure. Mm -hmm. We did not. Also, like we didn't have enough money to pay enough people to have enough people in the shop. So me and my brother would be like, it would be almost like everything from like the cleaning person to the shop owners, like everything mm -hmm. in between. Like we would do it. That time we had probably like two, two employees, three employees, and then some. Um, there's like a program that from the government that brings like um, young people into business. They pay for them, uh, but you kind of teach them how to do things. So that's what we worked with too. So that helped a lot. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I would say like the main thing is we we try to survive. It's uh, mm -hmm. and especially because we got that location and we said like hey, we're not gonna like end here and have like most of the hard time. And then we close the shop. Yeah. And then uh, we uh, give like the beautiful, clean territory to somebody else. So we said like, okay, we're gonna fight for this. And we gotta keep it. And one of the things too that I did in the very beginning is like, I told God like, hey God, if you open this door for us, I'm gonna do everything to keep it. Mm -hmm. But please don't give me anything that kind of destroys my life. Like, you yeah. know, like I don't want. Like I don't need that open door. Like I don't need that location. If you, if you don't want us to have us have it, then uh, just don't give it to us. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
So it was a very sincere prayer, but since like we got the location, mm. I had the whole time like really like in my mind, okay, this is meant to be. Mm-hmm. So this is meant to be ours. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna give up on it. Cause like, mm-hmm. and my thought was always like, okay, if God is the one that opened the doors for us, cause it, like the location is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, he's gonna be the one closing it, not me. Mm-hmm. So that was like my decision. And until there's no, like, until he doesn't, or we're forced to close it, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna do it. And that was like how um, me and my brother were like thinking and we fought for it and we're still here. Yeah. yeah. I think that's kind of a, I would say like the short version of the story and maybe um, I'm forgetting some things now because it was a long journey, but yeah. I would say like it was a lot of believing and fighting for it. And mm-hmm. obviously like there was also like other shops in the very, like in the beginning when you're like, you come in as like the new kid in the block. Mm-hmm. Um, you're you're not very loved by other shops obviously so mm-hmm. they work against you and we had that on top of it really so, while oh, you're yeah, doing like, with construction and building your brand and yeah. everything you've got other stores nearby we got things damaged in that shop by really other yeah wow but i mean that's it doesn't matter anymore because yeah we're actually most of them we're good friends with now yeah. And I think it's all about, um, so our goal was always, I think there's, if we do things right, there's enough business for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, that's not, for sure not always, of course, but um, like our, our thought was like, okay, if we all work together, that would be an amazing culture to like create yeah. in our town so one of the things we would do and it's a simple thing is if we wouldn't have something especially because we wouldn't get all the brands that we wanted to work with mm-hmm. um, we would tell the customer no but we know another shop that has it and we would call them and say like here's a customer he wants to I don't know like, independent truck whatever yeah and do you guys have that one in that size and they're like yeah we have it and say okay I'm sending that customer over to you and they would kind of slowly realize that that's what we're, we do and with the time with a longer time it took a little bit but we would get phone calls from them too and asking hey do you guys have that like here's a customer he's looking for blah 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 mm-hmm. so um, we have today even like one of our competitors so he had to close his shop mm. for different reasons. And uh, so the owner of that shop, he's now working with us. So, which is also like a sign of actually it worked out well. And like he's a, one of our best friends now, Aww. which is uh, is a cool thing that happens. And yeah, some of them had to go, some new shops pop up, obviously, like that's how mm. businesses, that's how I'd say every business area is probably like that. Mm. Some of them get bought and change the name and whatever, but the shops there are there. We work with them. We know most of them personally. And uh, um, yeah, it's kind of a thing that happened afterwards. In the beginning, it was hard mm-hmm. because they would really like even um, bring out some weird um, I would call it like uh, they would tell stories about us that weren't true, mm. so the kids wouldn't come to our shop, those Aww. kinds of things. But you know, everything makes you stronger, right? So yeah, I exactly. Think, uh, you persevered through it, and you grew yeah. your business. You trusted the Lord with it, and just like all of this stuff brought you to where you are today. Um, two things that I wanted to touch on from here was. One, you mentioned about how when you created the space, you really wanted to have the surf and skate vibe. How does one go about having that vibe? Is it in the people, in the culture, the community, the products? Like, how do you bring that together? I think actually you just mentioned all of it. So it's, I would say, it's um, 
probably like a combination of all of it. So um, I think a very important thing for business today is accept you're like in a touristy location and you don't want to like maybe create that you just want to make money with like touristy shirts or whatever, which then is like a totally different um, way of business in my opinion. But like if you want to like today business cannot be just open door and that's it and I sell things. Um, if you want to succeed, I feel like it needs to be an experience to come in because like why would people come and buy stuff in the shop? If there's not an experience behind it, they can buy it online too. Mm -hmm. So why would they come if um, people are not nice to them and like they can't have like no stress? So I think it's all about that. Like the whole business concept needs to be like um, experience of like all of your senses kind of is like a good music, like good, good. Um, you come and you feel well, like you, you know, like. You have the right people like greeting you, like really like friendly, mm -hmm. kind of welcoming you and um, having nice conversations. And then um, we have now like obviously the coffee shop, which makes it even like a taste experience too. So we um, one thing that when we opened the coffee shop in our shop was we said, okay, if if we open a coffee shop only with like a really good coffee. So mm. we don't want people to buy a coffee to do as a favor. We want them to buy a coffee to themselves, to do themselves a, a favor. So we want them to like enjoy the coffee and like just come back, even if it's only for a cappuccino, you know, mm -hmm. it's like only for that, like just because the coffee is so good and mm -hmm. just hang in the shop. And, and the funny thing is like we started having people Telling us like, hey, sometimes I'm in here for three hours. I don't, I don't know what it is. Hmm. But even though I sometimes don't buy anything, but hanging out in your shop is fun. Oh. And uh, when we started hearing those kind of comments, it happened like several times that people said that. Wow. And um, we even have one guy. He like we have that shark, kind of a mascot shark. We have him as a skater, as a barista, as a surfer, mm -hmm. um, and um, we have like two of our customers, three, that have him as a tattoo. No just way! Just because they liked it so much, and like for one of our customers, he's from Italy, and he he lived in Munich for I think two years, and he would always come and drink coffee in the shop, and he said like, that's what marked me in in Munich, so I want to have a tattoo of Central Loco. On me just to remember like the good times mm -hmm. I had so um, I think yeah it's it's a like it's the complete thing you can't say mm -hmm. like I'm just gonna have like I think just having the right brands will not create a vibe it's just gonna give mm -hmm. maybe people like the accessories or whatever they mm -hmm. need or the looks they want um, and I think that's how, how business actually should um, not should but I think that's probably the best way to do like a retail mm -hmm. business today is like give people an experience, mm -hmm. um, not overwhelm them with products. Like if they walk in and they don't feel like all the products are kind of yeah, you don't want to have someone them. like toppled with products. Yeah. You want them to have an experience, and that's why they keep coming back. Exactly, and like we even did a whole remodel in our shop, um, just making it like a cleaner look. Um, because that's how, like, people are used to shop very easily today. So they go through an online shop. They see the different um, uh, sections, and it's very easy to find everything. It's a good, usually, and that's how it should be, a good overview of, like, where you find things. And um, I feel like today we have to change retail shops into... Um, or let's say that way, I think it's a good way to change retail shops into looking like an online shop, which look, sounds weird, but like good overview, you see mm -hmm. where you find everything, like it's a simple setup. Like I know in the past skate shops, 
I loved it. Mm-hmm. You know, you would go in there and like there were like so many things like just everywhere and you would like look for it. You would like go through like all the shirts to see if you find like a sick shirt or whatever. Um, that one shirt you would buy that day or like the shorts or um, but today I feel like the customers they got more lazy mm. and maybe lazy is, the, is a bad word to use for it they like shopping is so much easier than it was in the past and so I think we have to rethink how we do things and uh, that's all kind of part of creating the vibe as you asked mm-hmm. um, I think it's People need to like come in and not feel overwhelmed. They need to come in and like say like, okay, it's okay to spend time in the shop because I feel like it's there's a shop that I like to go to because like you walk in the shop. It's a Patagonia shop actually, mm-hmm. um, and you have the feeling that you're like in a mountain cabin. It's like even though there are like products in between, mm-hmm. but you feel like almost cozy being in there and you see a lot of like little details and old products they had from the past and books you can read through and um, so it's I think like for me that shop like it's it's an experience mm-hmm. and I feel like that's how yeah you create a vibe it's like you create an experience for the customer and um, obviously it's it's a thing that you have to keep like changing and so they discover new things every time they come mm-hmm. um, but for them to have that expectation as soon as they don't go like close to your, oh let's stop by at whatever and um uh, just to have that experience again and sometimes it's even like just getting inspired and they walk out without buying anything but they were there and they said hi and it's amazing like and that's a cool thing like that coffee shop actually did to us is in the beginning there were people um Telling me that they wouldn't come because they would they didn't have money to buy anything. Mm. And the coffee shop now is like it's three euros, you buy a cappuccino and you feel like you supported the shop and you don't feel bad mm-hmm. in like being in the shop without buying anything too. So it gives them kind of the option of supporting the shop, not spending too much money, but then being able to stay in there. And I feel like many customers in the beginning were feeling bad, like, oh, I'm not buying anything. Like, like I, mm-hmm. I can't walk in without kind of supporting you guys. Yeah. And uh, now, like, the coffee gave them the option of, like, oh, I bought some, like, a little thing. And, you know, it's like, they like the coffee. They don't feel bad for not buying anything. Mm-hmm. They can help in the shop. And, yeah, I think that's kind of a cool thing that happened with it, too. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Because in creating that space, people can come together they can support you even if it's in a small way and you're still creating that vibe and experience so that they're not just walking out feeling like, oh, I just bought a product. They're like, I'm supporting a local business and I'm helping an entrepreneur to do what they've always dreamed of doing, which is so nice. Mm -hmm. So tell me how you ended up here. Okay, so um, how I was never, I wouldn't say was never on in, yeah, no, I don't think it was on our list, to be honest. It was not like a thing, oh, you should have a shop in Hawaii. Obviously, like, if somebody would ask us, hey, that would be sick, huh? I was like, yeah, sure, like, but how should that happen? And uh, I got the opportunity to do, like, a ministry trip to a church to Hawaii, where I was like, okay, let's do it. Like, never been there, so I want to. And um, I met the owners of the building we rent from now and um, we talked at the very end of like it was five minutes for me to leave to the airport and they said okay you guys have um, the surf shop in Munich that space will be empty in a year why don't you come over now open mm-hmm. another shop so that was like after we did the ministry trip and um, we um, we came here to kind of help with food banks and all those kind of things. And then afterwards, yes, why don't you come? I'm like, hey, if, if you're serious about this, I say yes now. Like, I, I mean, how, why, like, kind of, why not? Yeah. 
in my mind, like that was my words. In my mind, I was like, I have no idea how I should do that and like get the money for it because we didn't have the money for it at all. Um, but we're always like, we love saying yes to things and then ask ourselves how. So mm-hmm. that's kind of, yeah. It's even like something that I heard yesterday. It's like that there's a mindset where you can say like, okay, I, I can't afford it. Mm-hmm. Or you say like, how can I afford it? Mm-hmm. And um, so I, she said like the owner of the whole strip was like, hey, I mean it, come over. I was like, okay, keep that place for me, I'm coming. And then I called my brother and said like, hey, this is what they said. It's like, my brother was like, okay, let's do it. So in that sense, we kind of have always kind of the same approach to things, I would say, the mm-hmm. approach to like how uh, our vision. Uh, so say, okay, let's do it. And then we start working for it. Start seeing if we find anyone who could like um, support us, um, invest or whatever. So it took us three years to get the money and be able to move over mm-hmm. but um yeah that's how it happened like in the beginning I was like I had no idea and there were obviously like up and downs in the middle of it like mm-hmm. okay we're gonna do this yes and then like no it doesn't look anymore like it's gonna happen and then like mm-hmm. no let's believe in it and like kept working for it and, like then you have kind of that hope that like that could be it or you could get an investment on like with that person, whatever, and then like, like, no, it didn't happen. And like, it's up and downs all the time. Mm-hmm. And then like, one guy actually said, right, hey, yeah, I, I want to help you guys to build up your business in Hawaii. And um, yeah, that's how. And I was like, really like talking to banks and to, but then like investing. So you don't get loans here because you're not from here. But then you don't get them at home because business is not there, but it's gonna be over here. Mm. So it's kind of a, you know, so banks and investors are kind of, let's say, scared. Yeah, maybe weird in a sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is. It makes sense. It's but... like 100%. Yeah. So we needed that one crazy person to believe in us, <laughs> kind yeah. of. And uh, yeah, actually. That was a person I didn't want to ask, mm. just because I didn't. Um, yeah, I think the reason was I I didn't want that person to feel like they had to or something. Or, yeah. yeah, and um, he loved helping us. Like he was stoked about it. Oh, that's and, awesome. Uh, yeah, that was super cool. And um, yeah, that's how we ended up like. Um, getting everything ready and we had most of our fixtures in uh, like tables and all the things that we needed is um, was made in Germany mm-hmm. we got new doors and new windows in Germany too because like the ones that we had in were kind of weak and people broke in just before we came here oh really yeah so we had kind of a storage room we use it as like a warehouse or whatever like for stuff that we had already um they broke in they took everything oh bummer yeah that was that's a kind of a crazy start yeah like right as you're about to start yeah i was like sorry twenty thousand dollars there oh dang yeah which i wouldn't say like we're used to it mm-hmm. because like that's probably not how like I would put it but the other business started having kind of, yeah, some issues too yeah. so we're like no we gotta do this like this is not stopping us and um, yeah so we brought like the windows and the doors are um, really like good safe, solid yeah solid doors and windows yeah and then all the picture and furniture um, it was made by a friend of ours, so we brought a container over and set it up. Yeah, I think that's kind of, that's pretty much it. Like, we got an invitation, we said yes to it, and then we figured out how 
and um and all you're good <laughs> yeah so it sounds like you and your brother are very entrepreneurial you started out you had some challenges you didn't want to give up and perseverance really drove you through and then also with everything that you've gone through as a business and the two different locations and figuring out investments figuring out how you're going to do it like after saying yes you're like okay how are you going to actually make this work um what advice do you have for fellow entrepreneurs what advice or people that want to become entrepreneurs they see you they hear their story and they're like is the dream of owning a skate shop still alive they want to like pursue something like that i think shop. the big advice um and i know that's something that you hear a lot out there too um is what is the purpose behind it you know it's like you have to know why you're doing it it's not just like i want to you know um, kind of i think it's cool to have a business so i want to have a business like that will not sustain you through like the hard times mm -hmm. so there needs to be like a purpose like a a vision behind it um and um so for me, my brother was like, we through the whole time like we worked with orphanages like in Africa and Asia and like different parts like in Brazil, um, and uh, so our goal was like to be able to like have a business but use the profit for those kind of things. So um, our cousin had like an orphanage in um, Mozambique and then we have some other people like you said like in Asia or, um, and I think that kind of um, the passion for those kind of things is kind of kept us to go through it too um, because I think that that's a cool thing of like having a business is you can have influence so um, you can change things you can change Maybe even cities, you know, like mm -hmm. in depending on like how and what kind of business, or maybe that your industry, you know, like you can bring a good influence into your industry. You can um, inspire kids, you know, like you, there's so many things that can be like your why, and we had, I, I think, like a strong enough why, like why we're doing this. Um, and uh, me and my brother, like, our, our dream, and it's kind of what is starting to happen now. Like, sometimes it takes much longer than you think. Mm -hmm. um, but it's being able to, um, yeah, to travel and invest even, like, not just your resources, but also your, your time into those kind of things. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I would say, like, a big why is very very important and um uh, so the most important thing for me is i would never do business without having god being part of it so that's then number one far away from number two. It's like, you know, I see, so even like in, in my situation, I had seasons where like I was so down and I, um, I would, you know, cry and like, just like it was hard times. You would just see the mountains of debt that you have to pay and you feel like you created this monster that's gonna destroy your life and everything. But those times I usually, was not having a really um, I would say I wouldn't have the quality time with God and be filled with his truth and also like one cool thing that God wants from us is like he says cast all your worries on me and I'll, I want to take care of you like I want to take so he's like the one that wants to he wants to like carry all the stuff and he wants to um one verse says like hey um you will find rest for your souls and 
to be honest, I think the rest for your soul is what the world is looking for. You know, it's like mm -hmm. especially business areas, like so many people like struggling with um, sleep and you know, it's like because you can like owning your business, you can be busy every day, all day. Like that's that's it. Like you can, you will always find things to worry about and always find things to work on. Like that's business. Like mm -hmm. if you own it. It's like it's twenty four seven, and to be able to like just hand it into God's hands, like I trust you, and uh, I think we're not created to carry it ourselves, mm -hmm. and I think that's where people often like have like breakdowns and um, strokes or whatever, because mm -hmm. like our human body is not meant to carry all those worries and all like fight for it by themselves and for ourselves and uh, just try to do everything with our own strength like the bible so often tells us that or got through the bible um that he wants to be our strength he wants to be the one like providing like one of his names like he's a provider like he wants to be a part of our lives like he wants to walk with us like that's the one thing that, like, that he said at the very end like I'm gonna be with you every day like that's his desire it's not just mm -hmm. a promise but like he wants to be part of our lives and I think as soon as we do that um, business I will not say like you won't go through hard times but it's a different way of going through the hard times it's believing um, that he's in control is believing that he is uh, providing and it's also like being able to sleep in peace mm -hmm. even though like there is crazy things happening around you and that was like so important for me to like be able to like lay it in God's hands and just say okay God like I know you got us like you, you you'll make it and um, yeah I think that's at number one like by far Far, 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 like, it's, um, yeah. I, I would like to just, um, I started reading Proverbs yesterday again. And um, there was one thing that really caught my attention. Okay, rad. Go for it. And I think that is, sorry guys, it's in on airplane mode. Yeah, so it sounds like those two things have been very foundational to your business. It's just like, there's so much that you can worry about as a business owner. There's so much you can put on the weight of your own shoulders, but like, if you do that, you're just gonna stress yourself out like 24 seven. Yeah, and like there is really there is enough things to stress about. Oh yeah. Yeah, and if you think that you are the one that is controlling everything, oh gosh. Exactly. Like, and that's it. And like, Proverbs starts with like, um. So for gaining, that's how he starts. Like for gaining wisdom and instruction, for understanding words, insight, for receiving instruction. Uh, in present behavior, doing what is right and just and fair, and he keeps on going. It's like and says, like this is this is what we should like go for, and we should gain wisdom. We should be able to teach the younger and to help people to find their ways and uh, be teachable. Like he's saying a lot of things like in the first verses, and then he says like, but I need to make you guys understand one thing. It's like the beginning of understanding, the beginning of wisdom, and everything is like. The fear of the Lord is beginning of knowledge. And I think that is that is so crucial, like it's so important, it's so like key for our lives. It's like it's understanding that like us living with God is that's you know, like that's what's gonna like open um 
it's going to make us, um, yeah, he said like it's the beginning of wisdom, it's the beginning of understanding things, it's the beginning of making maybe the right decisions, the good decisions, even though they sometimes do not make sense. Mm -hmm. So we had one situation where we're like talking to my brother and my brother said, okay, I have the impression we shouldn't do snowboard stuff for next year. And I mean, we live in Munich. It's mm -hmm. like an hour away from the mountains. Yeah, you're like, how does that logically make sense? Exactly. And um, I was like, okay. I mean, I had kind of felt peace for it too. And I was like, let's not do snowboard stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, we didn't buy any snowboards, any bindings. We just had like stuff from the last year. And... Um, the winter that came was the worst winter in like probably 30 years. Really? And people were, instead of like snowboarding down the mountains, they were going on walks on breeze and green grass. Kind of, it was no wow. snow on the mountains. And um, we sold way more wetsuits than other shops did snowboards. Yeah. Which wow. we did it for like the next two years. And again, people came and said like, how did you know? Yeah. Like, we actually didn't. Yeah. So, and I, th I feel like, you know, God, he wants to lead us. And sometimes it doesn't make sense. You know, mm -hmm. like, even like, Sazerap was like, they were saying like, you guys are crazy. Like, mm -hmm. this is, we're talking about win winter business. <laughs> yeah. It's like, why wouldn't you go with snowboard stuff? And yeah. Sometimes things just would not make sense mm -hmm. walking with him, but you will have so much uh, peace and like maybe confirmation and rest in your soul for it. It's like that you just go for it, you know, and mm -hmm. it ends up making sense, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, his logic is sometimes just different than ours. And uh, I feel like so coming back to your question, like what would be my advice? That was a very long answer to the <laughs> advice for entrepreneurs, but I feel like that's probably the most important thing is like it's actually. Yeah, trusting him mm -hmm. and uh, have not. So one thing that I think is very different is doing things for him and doing things with him and take him in the boat, you know, like do things with him and talk to him about your business. And um, I think that is very, very important. And he will lead and guide you. And we had, I, I mean, I can tell you stories of the right people coming into our stores the moment we needed them. Like mm -hmm. if it was like for flooring, for printing skate decks, for like new employees, I would meet them like at our like register, like the cash desk or mm -hmm. know how you call it. But like that's like that happened all the time to us. Just meeting the right people to the right time and and God is really good at timing. And um even for the remodel, that was that was crazy. So I talked. We were sitting in the coffee shop. Something we just take our laptops, and our computers, and um, work in the coffee shop and set up in the office. Um, we're just talking and looking at the shop. And it's like, yeah. I told my brother, I actually want to remodel the shop. Mm. And he was like, Yeah, we can kind of move around things. And I was like, No, no, no. I want everything new. Mm. And he's like, You're crazy. <laughs> I was like, yeah, but it would be so cool. He's like, yeah, it's like one thing too. Mm -hmm. Cool, but like how you do that? And then we just talked about it. And the next day we went to uh, one of the, um, to like a pre-order for the next season. And we talked to the sales rep. And like, hey, um, this is what we talked about yesterday. And we would like to remodel the whole thing and just make it like look different, nicer, like, mm -hmm. um, we just don't know how. And then he said, like, you guys know that my wife is an interior designer, right? What? And we're like, no. And he was like, her dream is to design a surf and skate shop. Well, there you go. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not kidding. That was the next day. That's amazing. Yeah. And then we were like, so you think she would like to do it? She's like, like she would love to do that. And then like the next week she came in and she looked around and like the, the style of the shop that you see now is what we worked with her. 
Wow. Yeah, that was incredible. Like, there, and there were so many other details that lined up with her helping us out and how like the um, whole like remodel was just so much um, cheaper for us than we thought just mm -hmm. because like her professional advices and everything and it looked so much nicer. So it was just like that was like one of so many stories where for me it's just incredible that um, there is like we talk about one thing one day and the next day like there's already like the answer for it kind yeah. of yeah so and that's what i'm saying like it's i'm not saying it's not gonna happen to you like that's not what i'm saying at all uh if you don't walk with him and if you don't take him in your boat but the chances are way higher that it's gonna happen more and more with you to you like if you do it differently so that's my biggest advice awesome thanks for sharing that um, another thing I wanted to touch on is the name of your business. How did you come up with Santa Loca? Um, that is also attached to um, our faith. Like uh, Santo is like the saint or holy and loco is crazy. And um, I think there's a very wrong picture of what it means to walk with God hmm. out there. And uh, in many ways, um, it looks very boring and very um, joy being taken away, fun is taken away kind of thing, you know, like it's being, being a believer or being a Christian is like, um, looks like it, in many ways it looks like, okay, you're not allowed to do things and you're not allowed to do that and you're not allowed to do this and this is um like a very wrong picture out there about like what it is because he's a creator of life so i think like if he's the creator of life and if he's if he's the, the creator of joy and if he is the creator of all our emotions he's the one that actually wants us to have them and to like enjoy it and he said like he came to give life in abundance and um so that's why like we kind of put those two words together and say like okay um kind of that saint like saint or holy life with a crazy life it walks together like mm -hmm. that's like walking with him is where like life starts living mm -hmm. with him is where life starts and um so that's where the craziness starts that's where all yeah. the amazing stories will start you will see things happen where like uh how in the world like how could it happen? Um, so, uh, like, I think as soon as we walk with him, it's also like you, you can't expect miracles to happen in your life. Um, again, they can happen to you without you walking with him, but they're going to happen way more and way more um, visible if you walk with him, just because, like, you pray for things, they happen. You, um, and I'm saying like one thing that I'm, I need to make clear is that not everything we ask for, we will get, you know, mm -hmm. it's, um, or not everything we ask for, we will get the way we want it to happen. Mm -hmm. You know, I think our, our hearts, they are usually aligned with what he wants for us. I think that's one thing that he does in our lives, but it always sounds like he's not like a genie in a bubble, you know, like ask for things and he makes it happen uh, but I think um, that if things don't happen the way you want them to happen the thing that's gonna happen is gonna be like he has the, that's even what the Bible says or he says through the Bible um, that um, his thoughts are higher than our thoughts mm -hmm. his plans are higher than our plans so um, and that he has like plans of like good future for us so I think um, trusting in that and like okay I have an idea what I want to do I'm gonna put it in God's hands and then just knowing that okay if it happens amazing if it doesn't that means like he has a higher thought for me you know like there's mm -hmm. something even better that's coming up for me um, will we understand everything no but 
um, is life with him like the best life you can have yes so um, yeah I think that's kind of the, the origin of the names like the crazy saint kind of like Living La Vida Loca, but with Christ, you know, it's like mm-hmm. kind of combining both and uh, just, uh, yeah, that was kind of the vision, it's like we want to show that actually life with him is incredible, like it's not uh, like a limited life, I think limited life is when we um, rely on our limited strength and unlimited life starts when we give our lives into the God of unlimited resources. Mm-hmm. You know, that's when like everything opens up. I think it's kind of a, people think it's exactly the opposite. You got, your life gets limited as soon as you start a life with God. But that's when like all the barriers just open, all the doors open because like that's even a thing that I always say to people like I love working with him because he knows everyone. Mm-hmm. So he can connect me to any person in the world. So because he knows them, like, and he knows how. Like I've I've met people that I always wanted to meet in like the weirdest ways. Mm-hmm. And um, so, God, life gets unlimited and like just incredible as soon as you put it in the infinite God's hands. Like we're talking about, like yeah, the eternal God's uh, God hands. Yeah. So. I think it's uh yeah that's probably like the uh, probably like that is the idea behind it's like she life starts with him doesn't end with him yeah that's awesome thank you so much for sharing about your business your story your walk with god that's so rad um anything else that you wanted to talk about today that we haven't covered oh that's a um, good question um um, I think we covered a lot today, to be honest. Um, I I would love to just encourage people if they have dreams to go, like dreams they want to go for, um, do it. You know, like I think the biggest thing that um, the things that we regret usually are the ones that we didn't do, and. Um, I think the worst thing that I um, the worst sentence I would I could say in my life is like I should have, mm-hmm. you know, and like just knowing I did and failing is not failing. Like that's the thing is like it's not, you know, it's not this big of a deal that we think it is. And like you're never gonna be like the failure just because you failed in something. It's like, mm-hmm. she, you you succeeded because you tried. Like, that's how we should see it. Like, mm-hmm. you're one of the brave guys or one of the brave girls that, like, went for it. And, like, it, that is amazing. That's, like, that shows courage. And sometimes there are consequences that we have to carry with it. Mm-hmm. But um, in my opinion, um, just trying is already succeeding. And it's not, it's not failing. And I feel like fear of failing is holding us back in many ways it helped me back in many things too and I always like I, I decide like fear is not gonna be a it's not gonna have part of my life so um, yeah just do it it's maybe advice I would like to give and I think there's so much creativity and so much space for so many other businesses and ideas and yeah, um, yeah go for it so I think that's I would have people in front of me, I would just encourage them to, um, yeah, to go for their dreams and uh, believe in it, fight for it. Don't say, like, I can't afford. Ask yourself how. Mm-hmm. And it's not always going to happen as fast as it's like. For some people, it happens faster. For some, it's like a little bit slower, but I think it's all about um, at least giving it the chance of happening, like the chance of actually, like how, how could it actually happen? Yeah. So definitely uh, enjoy the journey. You know, I think that's important. I think that's uh, probably like in certain areas, 
I was so focused on like making it and didn't mm -hmm. like really enjoy the moment I was at. So I think it's important to even enjoy uh, those moments and look around and see like what kind of people you have around you and who's supporting you and be grateful for what you have and mm -hmm. yeah, those kind of things. But I, I really want to encourage people to like go for things, you know, it's like, it's, um, if there's a passion in your heart, if there's a, a kind of a calling you feel in your heart, it's for a reason. It's mm -hmm. like, it's, yeah. And, uh, so don't settle, but fight for your dreams. Maybe that's, I don't know. I like to tell everyone. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. That's a jam-packed lesson of advice, like everything from perseverance to your stories of overcoming challenges in your business um, to encouraging others, knowing your why. There's so much, and I hope that each and every one of you listening to this finds value in it, and you can go back and re-listen. And um, if you want to get in contact with Ronaldo, you can look up Santa Loco, and he's got a wonderful surf shop here in Wahiwa on Oahu and also in Germany. So... Super rad to have you on the show today. Really appreciate your time here and all the advice that you've poured out to everyone listening. And thank you so much. Yeah, welcome. Thanks for having me. All right, thank you.